Hi, and welcome to Storytime with Rabbi Yitzhiers. Hi, everyone. I am your host, Rabbi Yitzhiers, together with... Me, Yossi, his sidekick! Yay! To send much-needed donations to JRoot Radio, the address is JRoot Radio, 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. Uh, j Radio can be found on Naki Radio, and it also can be found on j And at 712-432-2444. And that also, you can call in at 718-506-9099. And you could uh, also follow the archives by following the menu at the end of the show if you would like to call in to tell us what you learned. So the number is 718-683-5858. Of course, uh, if you would like to text in for information about how to sponsor a program or to advertise, the number to text in is 347-927-8398. Also, if you would like to text in a story suggestion with all its details, the number to text in is 347-927-8398. If you are interested in hiring Rabbi Yitzhak for either live storytelling or storytelling on Zoom, uh, and or if you want to hire Rabbi Yitzhak to do his famous Kayach from the Moyach show, or, or, you know, uh, or you're interested in information on how to learn martial arts lessons or Qigong energy exercises, or if you're interested in art lessons or anything of that nature, you know, uh, for more information, call 718-375-1294. The number again is 718-375-1294. Rabbi Yitzhak's CDs are in most stores, and if you have a CD that is not in the store, you can call the 718 number 375-1294 to ask for uh, the current list to be faxed or uh, emailed. Rabbi Yitzhak's books are also on sale in stores also at your local farmer's store. Okay, hope you don't mind that I did all that. No, it's quite all right. So I guess we could go straight to the story now. Okay, so I would like to remind everybody that tonight's show is uh, also uh, dedicated as a refuah shulema for Chaim Yosef Tzvi ben Sarah Miriam and for Raphael Avram Yitzchok ben Gittel. Okay, so um, <clears throat> I guess we have a story uh, for everybody here. You do? Wow, you sound so confident. Well, yes, I do. That's uh, because I am prepared. <laughs> you mean you're not like making it up on the spot? Uh, no, not this time. Uh, you do it sometimes? You see, you see, we can't give away all our secrets, you know. Uh, Shem gives you a talent, you got to use it well. But of course, there's one thing I do know is that when people suggest stories, I do try to research it and so on and so forth. Like the story I'm going to tell today. Yeah, okay. So what's the name of today's story? <clears throat> uh, it's called... <clears throat> no, 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 I was just clearing my voice so I could tell it. The name of today's story, we're going to call Chaim Todros... Berish Hurst Leib Wolf. Huh? Um, uh, is that somebody's name, a relative of yours? No, no, no. It's one person. What? One person has a name, Chaim Todros Berish Hurst Leib Wolf? That's right. Okay, anyhow, you know, a Kaddish Barker works in very mysterious ways. Sometimes things don't seem, um, logical, and yet they turn out to be great. And then sometimes things happen. I know. Like sometimes when you least expect that something strange happens, and then you think it's like bad, but it turns out to be good, right? Uh, that's right also. Yes, yes, that happens also. Anyhow, so what I want to tell you is as follows. You see, um, it just so happens that this story, I see in my records, I see certainly did not tell in a good number of years because I don't have any date marked down from the time I started keeping records because you know Baruch Hashem I tell stories all over the place yeah yeah 
Oh, by the way, Robbie Herbs, did you know that people are still buying your story CDs? You know, Dumbrota, 1863, and, and your other ones also? That's correct. And they're buying your son, Rabbi Mayer Herbs, his CDs also? Yes, Baruch Hashem. Anyhow, um, can I get on with the story? Oh, oh, sure, sure, go right ahead. Don't let me stop you. <laughs> Easy said than done. Okay, anyhow, I'm going to tell a story today about, uh, I would say he's a pretty big tzaddik, big rav, a very famous author. Uh, An author? You mean like he wrote a lot of svarim? Well, he wrote some svarim and he wrote uh, many books also. Okay, so let me tell you what we're going to tell about. We're going to talk about Rabbi Marcus Lehman. But really, we're going to call him by his Hebrew name. Rabbi Mayer Herbs. No, 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 no. That's my son. Oh, we're talking about Lehman. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, Rabbi Mayer Lehman. That's correct. So he was born in 1831. And he was nifter in 1890, so he lived approximately 58 years. Um, are you looking at my papers again? Uh, yeah. How else am I supposed to know all this information? Ahem. Hi, boy, boy. By doing research yourself, just like I did. Oh, well, why do I need to do the research if I have you? Uh, 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 don't be lazy, man. Uh, uh, yeah, see, do not be lazy. Because if you start acting lazy, then people out there uh, may, may get the... Oh, I get it, I get it, okay, I got it, I got it. Because, you know, I'm so famous and everything. So, therefore, maybe people are going to try to mentor after me. And if they see that I'm lazy... They'll be lazy, too. You're so right. Okay. Ah, okay, so uh, what are we going to do about him? Well, in 1853, the Kahila of Mainz, when they were... Mainz? Mainz what? Uh, 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 like Main Street? No, no, no. It, it was a city in Germany called Mainz. M -R -R -R, sorry. M-A... Ah, yeah, M-I-N-T-Z. Uh -huh. Yeah, okay, got it, got it, got it. All right, anyways... So, when building a big shul over there, uh, you know, um, they provided uh, very interesting things, and they were there, whatever it was. Anyhow, uh, basically, um, I believe that um, he became the rabbi over there. Um, yeah, yeah, and he remained the rabbi of that shul until he was nifter. I believe it was uh, 1890. Right. Okay. So we got that uh, settled. Now, of course, he was a very big believer that children should be able to read books and even adults. And not everybody reads the right kind of books. I know. Some people read things that they should not be reading. That's right. So he knew that not everybody's going to sit down and, and learn every second of the day because that also takes a special kind of person, which is pretty obvious that nobody knows until they try it to see whether he's going to be a Tamachokam or not. I got it, I got it, I got it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, anyhow, what I want to say is that he realized this, but you know, some people, they can't learn or they're not big mass medium, they look for other ways to occupy their time. And that means they could end up chas v'shalom, reading the wrong things. And of course, I don't want to say nowadays people see the wrong things, if you know what I mean. I know, I know, I know. You don't have to go into details. Everybody else knows it too. Okay. Anyway, so uh, he was a very prolific writer. And he wrote many books. But I don't want to talk about that part right now. Because that's not the Ica part of the story. <laughs> so what's the Ica part of the story? Ah, the Ica part of the story is what I want to tell. The story of Chaim Todras Beresh Hirsch Leib Wolf. Oh, boy. I, 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 you know, when this guy gets on the air, they probably say... Anshuldik Beer, what's your name? Uh, my name is Chaim Todras Berish Hirsch Lame Wolf. Ben! And I hope his father doesn't have a name like 57 names too, you know what I mean? Well, actually, 
I don't know what his father's name is. <laughs> yeah, very interesting. Anyhow, uh, you know, like he, he wrote a whole bunch of, uh, of, of books, and in them, there's stories that help with the moon and betochen, and they have wonderful lessons in it. He wrote, like, the story of Rabakiva and the family of Y. Aguila. It was a story in the Inquisition, the adopted princess, Rabbi Yeselimin Rosenshine, something like that, unpaid ransom, and a whole bunch of other books, you know what I mean. So, he was very famous, but he was also a big rob. And he was Isaac Metzibar. And that's what we are going to deal with. Now, I don't know everybody's name. I did read this in the safe of this uh, book. And the safe was written like about uh, originally. Uh, let's see if I could see it in this safer here when it says it was originally written. <coughs> in 1986. It was originally written in 1986. Actually, no, sorry. The first printing was in 1981. Wow. Yeah. So that's a pretty long time. So like a 40 some odd years ago. <coughs> Sorry, gotta clear my throat. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> you see, you don't have to be just because I clear my throat. Baruch Hashim, I was doing a lot of performances over the summer and you know, my voice took its toll. So uh, I'm ready to start the story if you're not gonna interrupt anymore. Uh, um, I have to think about it. If you tell a good story, I guess I won't interrupt. You see, all my stories are good. Just some are better than others. Uh, 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 okay, go ahead. I won't interrupt. <laughs> this I gotta see. All right, anyhow, this story obviously took place somewhere in the 1870s or maybe a little more than that. Anyhow, so he was a Rav of Mainz, and he also, that is... I know you mean uh, Rabbi Mayer uh, Lehman. Right. And anyhow, uh, later on, of course, people knew him as the famous Marcus Lehman because that's how he authored his books. But uh, really, his Hebrew name was Mayer. Very big tzaddik, very big rav, and very interesting person. So one day, somebody came knocking on his door. Um... Uh, who is there? Uh, who is there? Uh, um, please uh, speak a little louder. I don't hear you. Uh, Ralph, it's very important that we uh, have a quick meeting over here. Very, very important. Uh, all right. Uh, one second. I'm coming to the door. And I will open the door. Uh, one second. Give me a second here. And I will open the door. All right. Oh, I see. It's uh, Rabdubit. Rabdubit, what is it that you are here for? You look very upset. Relax yourself. Why are you so relaxed? I mean, are you not relaxed? I mean, you know what I mean, yes? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, Rab. Uh, hey, I have to tell you this, that... Um, we have a big problem here in, in this uh, uh, community. And uh, you know that uh, there are certain laws in the education, you know? Ah, uh, yes, of course I know this. And that is why I always try my best to make sure that the limit Torah is done properly in this town. And I try to make sure they are sedurim and shiurim going on in Inzera Shul. You know that, yes? Ah, uh, yeah, I know that very, very much. And what I want to say is, though, uh, there is a problem there, you see? Some people, uh, you know, I guess it's because of jealousy. What jealousy are you talking about now? What is what's going on? Heilige Rup, Herzschertzi. Uh, what's going on is, is, uh, 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 is, uh, oh, excuse me, I'm sure am I late for the meeting? Are I late? Are I late? Uh, come inside, come inside. Uh, Rob, it's okay? Uh, sure. <laughs> you two are the biggest, uh, 
I skim in the ganze Zieber. Of course you can come inside, come inside right now. You know what? Sit down. Uh, 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 I will have a coffee brought to you. Uh, is this right? Whatever you want, I will make sure that you have everything. Uh, yeah, uh, it's all right, but I don't think I have an appetite. Uh, I'm sorry I'm late, uh, but uh, I, I, I had to stop them before they try to take away some of the svarim. Some of the svarim? Uh, would, would you like to explain yourself a little bit? Uh, yeah, yeah, you see what's happening over here in Inselstädtelnow in Mainz. Uh, it's really started because some people are jealous that we, are Jewish people, are, are highly educated, you know, and sometimes that uh, they wonder how we could be people of the book, like they say, and at the same time, at the same time, what happens is we could still be educated and know many other subject matters that help and we can make panosha and so on and so forth. We are very viable citizens. So they are trying, some people are trying, and they went to the ministers of education. That's right. They went to the ministers of education in Berlin. You know, the capital city of Germany. They went there to Berlin and what happened is they are working on convincing uh, the Minister of Education uh, to put uh, more secular hours that uh, the Jewish people should learn more that and then get rid of many hours for them and stop some sedurim and, and trying to get us to be like maybe in public schools or not to be in yeshivas. That's terrible. I don't like what I hear. And we have to do something about it. There's no question about it. Yeah, yeah, I, I hear, I hear exactly what you're saying. This is nicht kein Porsche de Sach. It's not a very simple matter. Okay, so, um, uh, 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 do it. What do you propose to do? Uh, well, uh, Ruf, uh, 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 I was smoothing together with my other Oisekir Betiber, you know, my uh, daughter asking, you know, uh, uh, that's Ramachol over here, and we thought that the best thing is we should bring a delegation to go speak personally to the minister. If he hears what's going on with other people speaking, then of course he can have the wrong idea and everything, right? Oh yes, I think so. I, I hear what you're saying. So, what we're trying to say is that if we go down with a delegation and we come personally, we show our interest and we tell it like it is and we answer all of the Minister of Education's uh, questions, then we could probably be the Shmaya with the help of the Rappoinishlam, of course, will be able to solve a problem and then we can run our yeshivas the way it has to be. So, uh, what we wanted to ask the Rav... Ah, uh, let me guess what you wanted to do. So, you two are the biggest Oiskim Betzibar, so therefore you wanted that both of you should go to the Minister of Education in Berlin, and you wanted somebody with you, and you wanted to take the Rav. So you wanted me that I should go with you. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's exactly what we want. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is what we want to do. All right. So I have no problem with this. Okay. And uh, let's make arrangements with the train. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um. Let's see. I will go down to the train station. And I'll get everybody a ticket first, okay? So, uh, first, let me send a telegram and find out when the Minister of Education will agree to meet us. Oh, very good idea. I'm very happy that you have that idea. Very good idea. Okay, and, uh, um, Rebdovid? Uh, uh, I'll walk with him. You know, I shouldn't be alone because it's costing money. I have to pay for the tickets in advance. Uh, I'll, I'll pay for my ticket. Ah, uh, Rebbe, Rebbe, this comes from the community, this is the community service, 
and we take care of everything, okay? Don't worry about a thing, all right? And so, sure enough, what happened was is Rabdovin and Mikhail went down to the train station and they met one of the train station people. Uh, good afternoon, was it afternoon? Or is it midnight? <laughs> oh, sorry, maybe I drink too much. Anyways, you uh, need a train ticket? Uh, uh, yeah, but before we have a train ticket, could you please send this telegram uh, to the Minister of Education in Berlin? Oh, uh, okay. Let me uh, send it. Okay, one second. Did it, 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 and sure enough, they waited about a half hour and they finally got an answer. Uh, it says here he's willing to see you on Monday afternoon. Ah, that's gewaldig! So we can go to Schachris Monday, here Chris and Toyota have enough time to get onto the train, and he can go in the afternoon. Okay, Zayag it. I have to be there by 4 o'clock. Not a problem, we could do that by 4 o'clock. Not a problem! Okay, let's go back to the Rebbe and tell him. Yes, let's go. And sure enough, they went back to the Rebbe, Rabbi Meir Liebman, and they told Rabbi Meir Liebman, they told him, uh, Excuse me, Rabbi Ayers, are you going to call Rabbi Meir Liebman or Rabbi Meir Liebman? Well, it's very interesting. <laughs> I'm still in, you know, uh, my performance mode because, you know, I did a lot of shows for Hasidim during the summer and everything. And I had to speak the Hasidic Yiddish, so, you know, I slipped backwards, you know, whatever. Ah, okay, anyways, so what happened? Ah, so let me tell you what happened. Very, very interesting. Very, very interesting. So, it was getting closer and closer to Monday morning. And as they were getting closer to Monday morning, they were talking and they were anticipating what might happen. Uh, so, Rabbi uh, David, uh, what do you think? Uh, when the Minister of Education sees me, you, and the Rabbi, <laughs> what do you think? He's going to throw us out or he's going to listen to us? Uh, you know, if we go with Beethoven, and we go with the old saying, Trachud is good, verstehst? Yeah, let's just make it very clear. Trachud is good. Uh, because if you bend the little saying and you go, Trachud, Svetzangit. No, because then, you know, maybe yes, maybe no. Trachud, think positive thoughts and it's definitely going to be good. You understanding? Yes, I understand very well. Okay, so that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to think very, very positive thoughts. Okay. Very well. And sure enough, the days were getting closer to Monday. And Monday came. And the room, he went to shul. <sighs> All right, it's time for me to go to shul. And there I go. And of course, he was on time because <laughs> yuckies are always on time. Anyhow, so what happened was is, he went to shul. They dive in with a lot of kavana. And of course, they had Krisa Taira. And they finished davening. And they even sang Oleno. Oleno le Shabayach Ladon. Well, actually, um, um, we the Yekis spoke the regular Hebrew, you know. Oleno le Shabayach Ladon. You know, a little bit of spending with the oath. Oh, yeah, yeah, whatever it is, people get the idea, okay? So, um, <clears throat> continue. And so he, they finished the Lenum. And the Rav, he went home. He went home, and his wife said, Herabmeya, why don't you sit down to eat breakfast? Who knows how long you're going to be gone? 
maybe the minister will see you and then maybe the minister will say that he can't speak to you now and maybe he'll tell you to come back the next day and you'll be stuck out there for another day and then you have to watch very carefully about kashris you don't know what kind of food you'll have maybe you'll find the Jewish community and they'll serve you food but you know you never know you gotta be prepared so I would suggest you eat a very very good breakfast I could wait until after you finished. Oh, I'm sorry. Shmero, I didn't even know you're here. Uh, what can I do for you? Uh, the usual. Um, could you do me a favor? You know, I, I really don't have what to eat this morning. And nobody needed my work the other day. It wasn't a cold day. And therefore, what happened was because it wasn't a cold day, so um, uh, so people didn't buy firewood. So I really didn't have what to do. It's all right. Don't worry. I'll take care of you. And sure enough, the male Lehman took care of him, and then he sat down to his meal. And his wife brought him a lavish meal. It was a fantastic meal. It was delicious. It was stupendous. It was great. It was fabulistic. It was, was it a salt-free diet? Uh, I don't know if they were into that in those days. But anyway, so let me tell you. He ate his breakfast. And of course, he benched with gross kavona. Lana kavona. And finally, he looks at the clock. The clock, the big clock was ticking. It's time for me, my dear wife, it's time for me that I must go to the train station. I made up uh, this morning by Shakris that after we all go home and eat breakfast, we're going to meet at the train station at 11 o'clock because the train will be leaving at 11.15. Alrighty, so it's now approximately 10 o'clock in the morning. Baruch Hashem. Baruch Hashem. Okay, so let me, I have a few minutes left, so let me do a little more learning, and then I'll go. So uh, please, my dear wife, can you please tell me when 10 minutes is up, because then I have to leave. Okay, not a problem, don't worry. And sure enough, that's what was happening, he was sitting and learning. Meanwhile, there was this strange old yid. This strange old yid came to town. A very interesting man. A uh, smart man. But very, uh, I don't know if you want to call it eccentric. Uh, a little strange, if you might say. This man came into town. I did 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 you know? I'm in the city of Mainz. Mainz, I In the town of Mainz, Mainz, Mainz. Yes, okay, big city. Looks pretty big. Okay, no, no. Let's see. Excuse me, pardon me. Can you do me a favor? Are you talking to me? I think I'm talking to you. Are you all right, mister? Uh, I just had to clear my throat a little bit. Okay, what is it that you want? I don't recognize you. <laughs> you don't recognize me? Hey, let me tell you something. I was here about a year ago, and you don't recognize me? Why, I recognize this town. Uh, yeah? And you recognize me? Uh, well, yes and no. Uh, what do you mean, yes or no? Uh, you're in the main shoe with the Rav, Rabbi uh, Meyer uh, Lehman is, yes? Uh, yes, I do, yes, yes, most of us do, yes. Why, why, what's, what's the problem here? Uh, the problem? Isn't it the kind of problem? It's no problem at all. You have a fantastic Rav. Uh, well, I, I know this. We have a great Rav. I know this, so... 
uh, you, you came here to this town just to praise him? Oh, no, 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 no. I came here because I want you to know that I came here because I just happens to be. I like you of. You know, I was here a year ago, and I was passing through on some business. And then it was, uh, I think, uh, near Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur time. Oh, well, it's not so far from Yom Kippur, you know. We just had Rosh Hashanah. These are, 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 are the days that are between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. You know that, right? Oh, yes, yes, I know that. I know that very well, yes. Okay, but anyways, let me tell you what this is. You see, what I want to tell you is very, very simple. I came here because I miss you all. I want to see him again. Ah, so uh, why don't you go see him? That would be a great idea. But you see, it's not time to daven, right? Uh, right, that's right, it's not time to daven. And it's not time for shiurim right now, right? Uh, that's right, yes, you got that right. And I don't know where the rov is. Uh, he's at his house. Oh, the problem is, when I was here a year ago, I heard him speak. But do you know where I heard him speak? Uh, no, I don't know. Uh, in the shul, where else would he speak? Well, that's it. I heard him in the shul. But now I want to meet the rov. I want to see him. I want to meet the rov. And you know that, um, I just want you to know, um, uh, anyways, uh, uh, it's very interesting. Uh, 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 I, 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 I need to see the rov. Uh, you said that already. I know. So because it's very important that I see the rov. It's really a matter of life and death. Oh, my goodness. It's a matter of life and death. You need to see the rub. Oh, it's an emergency. Why didn't you say so? All right, all right, all right. Okay, 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 okay. Just a minute now. I mean, uh, are you able to hurry? I may be an old man, but you know what? And just because I'm an old man, it doesn't mean that I can't move around. <laughs> I may move a little slower than uh, a younger person, but don't worry, I know how to move around. <laughs> oh yes, I know how to move around. Okay, uh, you want to see me dance? I thought you were in a rush, I thought it was an emergency. Oh, yes, 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 yes. You know, the last time I was in this town was Shabbat Shubu. Yes, yes, yes. I attended the Russia uh, by the roof. <laughs> Anyways, where he, where does he live? All right, all right, all right. Uh, okay, you see where you're standing? Uh, I'm looking and I'm seeing where I'm standing. Yes, 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 yes. All right, all right. Now, you go straight down, okay? And after the second block, you make a right turn. All right, second block, right turn. Then you make a left turn at the corner. And make a left turn at the corner. And then at the next corner, you make another right. And then you're going to see a house with a very big mezuzah. And guess what? Yeah, that's the Rav's house. No, 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 no. That's one of the uh, Ascona's houses. But the Rav's house also has a big mezuzah. But when you see the first big mezuzah, you know you're getting closer to the Rav's house. When you see the second mezuzah... Oh, so that's the Rav's house. No, that's the second Askin's uh, uh, mezuzah. Uh, the second Askin's house. The third mezuzah, that's the rough house. Very interesting. Okay, no problem. Thank you very much. I appreciate what you're telling me. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. And so, this man, he made his way down the streets. And he went to the right, to the left, to the arm, but whatever it was he did, and he finally got to the rough's house. And in the meantime, in the rough's house, the rough is there. All right, so I have everything I need. It seems to be that I got what I need. Yes, Baruch Hashem, I have everything I need. Okay, I have my talisman filling just in case that we have to stay overnight. And I have a couple of bits of kosher food that won't spoil or rot. Okay, so I'm ready to go. Ah, okay. And we be mispalels, make sure you say to him that we should be successful speaking to the education minister and being successful to overturn the decree. Oh, don't worry, I think you will. <laughs> I think so too. <coughs> Alright, so I am going now. <coughs> Let me go to the door. 
Alright, James King, I'm right by the door here. This is the address, this is the third house with the big mezuzah, and this must be the Rav's house, so let me knock on the door. And just as he's opening... Now let me guess, that was so funny. Just as he's about to open the door, I mean the Rav was about to open the door, so this year, this old man, he was about ready to knock on the door. So what did he do? Instead of knocking on the door, he knocked on the Rav, right? Um, you know the story? Uh, no, but it was so simple to figure out. Okay. You know the rest of the story? Uh, no, that part is not so simple. Ah, uh-huh. good, good, good. So, uh, do you know the other part? Uh, what part? The part where you stay quiet. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, good. Anyway, so let me tell you what happened. It's very, very, it's very, very interesting the next part what happened. So, the rub opens the door. And this yid is about to knock on the door. Uh, let's see now. I'm going to knock on the door. Hey, yes, I'm going to knock. Oh, uh, the door opened up. I didn't even hit the door yet. Uh, oh, there I'll be. You're the rough. I recognize you. <laughs> oh, you recognize me? That's very nice. But I'm sorry. I don't recognize you. You're not a regular Miss Palel here in our school. And also, I see that you're not a regular here in Maine. So, uh, I'm sorry if there's nothing very important that you must ask me. I'm in a bit of a rush, you know. Hey, you bit of a rush? You're in a bit of a rush? And why would you be in a rush? Come on, come on. Look at me. I'm just an old man. An old man. But I recognize you. You don't recognize me. Take a good look, Rob. Take a look. I'm very sorry, but I don't recognize you. I'm looking at you, but I'm very sorry. (laughs) You don't look familiar to me. Where on earth should I recognize you? Uh, where, where should you recognize me? All oh, right, so I'm going to tell you where you see me. I was passing by on a business trip uh, about a year ago. It was near Roy Shashona, uh, the shoppers before that. And you were giving a shoppers shuva drusha. Ah, uh, yes, yes. And what was happening there? Uh, I never heard somebody speak like you before. You were such a dynamic speaker. You spoke so well. It was unbelievable. You spoke uh, amazing! Uh, 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 you know what? I could tell you the entire sheer that you gave, your whole speech. I remember it was so good. It motivated me, made me into a better person. If you want, I can repeat the whole speech in front of you right now. Now, don't worry, it won't take so much time. Your whole speech at that time was 1 hour and 52 minutes and 33 seconds. So don't worry, I have time. Uh, yes, I understand that you have time. But, uh, you see, I'm in a rush. I have a meeting to go to. Very important. I have to meet other Askonim. We have to do something about the Jewish education here in Mainz. So we have to go to Berlin. So if you don't mind, uh, if you don't have a quick question to ask me, please step aside and let me go. Uh, yes, I, I hear what you're saying. But I, I really could tell you everything. Anyways, please, please don't go. Please don't go yet. It's a matter of life and death. Hmm. A matter of life and death? Okay. Come inside. Sit down. All right. Now, uh, tell me, what is the problem that is a problem of uh, uh, life and death? All right. I got to tell you, Rabbi. Okay. You know, I'm really surprised you don't recognize me. I mean, you know, I, I was here. You told me. I was here the last Shabbos Shuvah. I know, you told me. And I tended your drosha, you told me. And that was some drosha. I swallowed up every single word that you spoke. And all my guns are laboring. I never heard somebody equal like you. Yes, I never heard a speaker like you. Uh, you know that? I, if you want, I can repeat every word. You told me that also already. So please, please, I must run. I'm really in a rush. I must catch my train. I don't want to miss it. We have a very important meeting with the Minister of Education. Do you understand? Uh, Yes, yes, I understand. I understand everything. But uh, really, um, uh, you know, uh, uh, so let me just tell you what the problem is. Uh, About 30 years ago, I got married 
and lived with my wife for about 25 years and we lived together like a couple you know very nice couple with us and she was so kind and gentle then five years ago she suddenly was nifty I'm, I'm very very sorry to hear that uh, but you see if you would like to tell me your lifetime story that would be nice but it would have to be at another time because you see um, um, I don't have time now I must catch a train it's for the seaboard it's very important that I go there so if you don't mind I'm off to the station and goodbye and uh, if you're here when I come back you could tell me your story hey, Rabbi Rabbi please please don't go don't go please don't go don't go uh, I told you this is a matter of saving the life of a living person uh, please listen to me Ay, ay, ay. Altash licheni le eisikno. Ay. Okay, okay. Um, what is it? You want to tell me what it is? Because I'm, I, I, I don't want to say I'm losing patience, but I really have to make the train, if you don't mind. Hey, Rabbi, 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 please. Please don't become so annoyed. Hey, the Rabbi Shalaylam. Uh, us, he blessed us with, with wonderful children. But uh, my children left and settled in America. That's, that's uh, very lovely. Uh, some people make it there and some people don't. Uh, but right now, I really must go. I don't have time for stories. So what is this thing that you're coming to me that is life and death? Oh, but anyways, uh, so I, when I became a widower, you know, after my wife was nifted, so they wrote me a letter and they asked me, Tati, you should not remain in Europe alone. And they asked me I should come out there to live with them in America. So first I agreed. Hashem. So uh, you want a bracha that you should be okay when you travel to America? All right, I can give you that bracha that you should be all right. No, 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 that's not the thing. You see, I went already to America. You went to America? So I don't understand what you're doing here. Oh, that's because I didn't like America. So I went to America and I returned here. And I, you know, that was a year ago, you understand? And that was uh, uh, when I came back after that year and I to do business and I passed by here at Roshabah Shuva and that's when I heard your drosha. Oh, was that a drosha? Hi, please. You're really trying my patience. Do you have anything at all to talk about? that you said it's a matter of life and death, okay? And please, hum, hum, please, could you forget the drosha for now? And, 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 oh, okay, yeah, I forgot the drosha. Okay, no problem. Uh, but listen to me, please, please. Uh, where was I? Uh, where? I have a very good memory, don't worry. Uh, 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 let me tell you, uh, ah, yes, I remember. Well, I came back just in time to 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 be a a, a sandik. Uh, uh, ex excuse me. Uh, what are you talking about? Uh, a sandik? Where? Uh, oh well. Um, you see, uh, I came back just in time for the bris of my youngest daughter's baby son, and I was given the honor to be the sandik. However, I'm sorry to tell you that unfortunately, on the day before the bris meal, the baby was nifted. I'm so sorry about hearing that, my friend. But tell me, what is the reason that you have come to see me? I'm trying my patience. I'm trying to have patience. I'm really in a rush. If you could just wait until I get back, and then I will give you all the time that you need. But right now, if you don't mind, I really must go now. Um, uh, 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 Rabbi... I assure you that I did not come uh, to you uh, because of the dead child. Uh, uh, that's because uh, yesterday my daughter, she gave birth to a baby boy. Ah, ah, ah. Okay, Hashem. That's very good to hear. Mazal tov. Mazal tov. Very good. Okay. Uh, long may the child live. Very good. Okay. So now what do you want from me? Well, Rabbi, my daughter has asked me uh, to be the Sandik this time too. 
but I'm afraid for the welfare of the baby because the last time I was the Sandik, the baby was nifted before the bris. So, so that's what you're coming here, that's why you're saying it's a life and death issue. Alright, so what's the problem? Let someone else be the Sandik. That's all. Goodbye. I really must go. I'm very late. Uh, I really must go. I'm so sorry to hurry you up like this, but really, the coach is waiting outside to take me. But the little old man, he ran after the rabbi. He went after Rabbi Lehman. And, and the rabbi jumped onto the coach. Now, I don't think he jumped like you and I would jump, but it you know, means that the, he had to you know, spring himself up onto the coach. Went on the coach, and the man ran after the rabbi, and he said, Rabbi, 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 one second, please. Rabbi Elimen, one second, please, before you go, before you go, there's a, a one more question I have for you. And his patience was being tried. But Rabbi Lehman worked on controlling himself, and he says, All right, what is it that you need from me? Please, I really must catch my train. Uh, yes, yes, of course, of course, you have to catch a train. Uh, you know, I, I, I was wondering, uh, you know, <coughs> what should we call the baby? Uh, you know, uh, you want a name for the baby. The whole thing, why you led up to this thing, was all because you wanted I should suggest a name for the baby. But I have to catch my train. What is the difference what you call the baby? Now, of course. What happened was next. I can guess what's happening because now I see what the long name is about. Probably because, you know, uh, Rabbi Lehman was losing part of his patience but trying to control it, right? Yes. <coughs> it's so funny. So, uh, and he heard that the whole thing is holding him back from his trip over there to make the train on time because he wanted to know what to name the baby. And he could ask him that a long time again instead of doing all these stalling questions and everything, right? That's right. And what do you think happened? Ah, so so Rabbi Lehman, he's like, didn't understand. What's the difference what you named the baby? And so he just suggested a bunch of different names. But he didn't know that the guy was going to use all the names that he suggested for one name for a baby. Uh, I see. So you want to know what the name is a baby? Just call him Chaim, Todras, Beres, Hers, Lay, Wolf. What difference does it make? Okay, I really must go. I'm very sorry. And of course, the Rav told the coach driver to leave. And the coach picked up speed. And the coach was bouncing up and down. Oh, I'll do that. And the horses were going. Okay, how's that? Very good, very good. Okay, anyways. So what happens is, he got to the train station, and he didn't see the two Askanim over there. <laughs> uh, thank you very much. I appreciate that you got me here to the train station as fast as you could. <coughs> I'm very sorry, but I had to answer those questions that this person had. You never know if you answer questions. You never know if you just say the silly questions and everything. You never know, man, a person really has a real question, so I'll be too ashamed to ask it. So I had to answer all these questions. Now, uh, let's see, where's the 11.15 train? Oh, uh, Mr. Station Man, how are you? How are you? Um, did the 11.15 train going to Berlin uh, arrive yet? You're asking me if the 11.15 train arrived yet? <laughs> this is Germany, remember? This is Mainz, Germany. The 11.15 train that was supposed to come here and travel to Berlin came already and left exactly on time 11.15. Right now it is 11.18. You see the end of the train? This is terrible. That's the end of the train. What am I supposed to do? The train pulled out. Oh, what are we going to do? Those two delegates, if they went there without me, 
I hope there's Hashem, they'll be successful. And all of a sudden, the Rav heard David Michal's voice. Uh, Rav, Rav, uh, yeah, Rav, Rav. Huh, what? I can't believe it. I'm hearing voice. David, Michal. I mean, you didn't go on the train? Well, we were waiting for the Rav. And what happened was this. Yes, we were waiting for you, and then we realized you weren't coming. We figured you got stuck in some uh, Shilas or something. Uh-huh, Shilas. <laughs> okay, but anyways, yes. Uh, anyhow, um, so we decided if we go by ourselves, it wouldn't be the same if you're not there. So we decided to wait and see if we can catch the next train. I hear what you're saying. And, and... That's right, Rebbe. We didn't want to go without you. We didn't think we could do a, such a good job and be as majestic as you are. So therefore, uh, we waited for you. Uh, everything all right? Uh, yes, yes, please don't ask what happened. Uh, whatever happened, happened. Okay, um, very interesting. Okay, um, I guess uh, we'll have to take the next train and hope that everything will be all right. And so there they were, sitting at the train station, waiting for the next train to come and of course as things were happening there was a strange thing there was a commotion going on a guy came out from the booth from the telegraph booth and says oh boy oh boy this is terrible terrible what's so terrible what's so terrible what's going on over there yes what's going on what's the problem uh, What's happening? Ah, well, let me tell you this. Okay, I just got a telegram. You know that 1115 trains that left over here? And all of a sudden, the Rav's ears perked up. And all of a sudden, the Askonim David and Michoel's ears popped up. And they were listening in to hear what's going on. And all of a sudden, they hear this person tell. Well, I just got... A, a telegram and the telegram says that the train had a head-on collision the switching tracks didn't work and there was a collision with two trains and many people got injured and unfortunately some even got killed that's terrible oh boy that's very bad very bad uh, I'm glad I missed the train and so the Rav said wow Unbelievable. Do you hear this, David? Do you hear this, Michael? What an act of Ashkocha Proteus. Wow. Ashkocha in its fullest <laughs> meaning, I guess. Wow. Do you realize what happened? Hashem sent this strange old man who was, uh, I don't know if you want to call it eccentric, but he had this question. He really wanted to know what he should name the baby. But he kept talking and talking and talking, and every time I wanted to leave, he kept talking and talking and talking, and I was trying to be nice to him as much as possible. And what happened was is, as I was trying to be nice and everything, so he finally asked me the names, and I, I did it. And that's why I missed the train, because finally I was able to shake his company politely, I guess, and then I came to the train station only to discover I missed it. Wow. Because they were Oisik Pitsiba, Hashem was watching over us. Do you realize that? You two did not want to go on the train without me. And because you had Amunas Chachomim and Derecheres for Chachomim, you were saved also. Unbelievable. Maisa Ashkocha. Wow. And so, sure enough, what they did was they waited, they realized the miracle that Hashem performed. They caught the next train. And then, when they got there, to the Minister of Education, he was there, and the Minister of Education said, Rabbi, how are you? It's so good to see that you are alive. You know, uh, tell me how you managed to survive, because this is very strange. Because it's 
as many people were killed on that train. I was worried about you never get here when I heard this train crashed. And you? I can't believe that you're alive and you're, uh, the, the, what, do I, what do you call them? Uh, we call them Asconem. Yes, they also survived. Very interesting. Well, obviously your God watches over you. So uh, tell me what the problem is with the new bills that are happening about this uh, education problem and we'll see what we can do. And so the Rav, Rabbi Lehman, spoke so eloquently and he got the point across and he told it very clearly what the problem was. And of course, the Minister of Education decided that he's going to do what the rabbi says and he took away the bad decrees and for a while until the next problem comes about but for quite a while they were able to have Torah learning the way it was supposed to be keep the religion the way it was supposed to be and of course he continued to fight the maskilim as always and so that's what it was wow but what about that guy uh, with, with the baby ah excellent question so about a year after that occasion with uh, the Rav, so Rabbi Lehman was passing by a small town. And who do you think would show up? The little old Yid, the Zayder from that little baby. He ran up and he said, Ah, Shalom Aleichem, Rebbe, Rabbi, remember me? Oh, two years ago, I heard you give a drosha on Shabbos Shuvah. Oh, what a drosha! I remember every single word of it. Would you like to hear it? Um, uh, well, not exactly. I mean, <laughs> just a little bit, what you want. But anyways, oh, I see. Uh, this must be your grandson that you are pushing. Ah, yes, yes, yes. It is my grandson. Yes, yes, yes. Wonderful. I give a brocha that he should grow up to be a grosser Talmud Chochem. And by the way, what is your baby's name. And so that's what Rabbi Lehman asked, what the baby's name was, and why was he surprised when he said, You don't remember, Rabbi? You told me to give him the name, and I gave it to him. I I, I did. I mean, uh, refresh my memory. A lot of things happened over two, two, two years. Uh, yes, of course. Uh, he's called Chaim Todras Beresh Hirsch Leib Wolf. All of those names? Why did you give us so many names? Well, I don't know if you remember, but I remember when uh, you were in a rush and you're ready to leave to go to the train that crashed. Uh, I haven't forgotten. My memory is very good. Maybe a stickle better than yours, uh, I, I, I don't know, but I'm not the rope. Anyways, so what I want to tell you is, uh, you told me uh, what difference does it make? Name him. Chaim Todos Beresh Hirsch Leibov. And that's what I did. And that's what I do. And that's my uh, grandson. Aha. Uh -huh. Very interesting. Very interesting. You know what? I remember something now too. And it was because of you. Causing me to miss the train was all an act of Hashkocha Proteus. I realize that because of you, I, you were just the shliach of HaKodesh Prochu. And I missed the train. So you know what? I have a curse that told to you that you have the Shriach Vashem. So you know what? Let's go sit down in the base of matters. And you may tell me exactly what the story was with my drosha. It wasn't a story. It was a drosha. I mean, you did stick on some stories in between. I remember every one of them. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. So it was like this. And so, sure enough, he began to tell the story. It was pretty, pretty amazing. But this time, Rabbi Maya Lehman understood the Hashkocha from HaKadosh Porchu. And it was interesting because he was going to be Isaac B'tzibar. Hashem was protecting him. And because the other two was also Isaac B'tzibar, they had a schus to be protected as well. So habi shluchim na hakadosh baruch hu. There are many shluchim that hakadosh baruch hu could use to carry out his will. And this story 
was just one of those ways. Well, Ramirez, that's all the time we have. Okay, time to say goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. Have a wonderful Shabbos. Have a great weekend. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.